It's time to talk with our friends from the Berrien Community Foundation. We've got Susan Matheny joining us. She's the program director over there at BCF. Hello, Susan. Hello. How are you? Doing fantastic. We also got a special guest joining us, and that's Karen Colby from uh, Living Water Food Pantry over at Waterville mm-hmm. Free Methodist. Hello, Karen. Hello. Good to have you on the show. Uh, and Susan, let's talk a little bit about uh, the four good grants with the Berrien Community Foundation. Sure. Thanks. Uh, well, at Berry Community Foundation, it's our job to know about the needs in our community. And, you know, we're not just magically experts at everything. It's, you know, so it's important that we know. And, and the only way we can help meet those needs um, with funding that we have uh, through our various grant programs is by learning more about what's going on in our community. And one of the best ways that we do this, this learning that we need to do is listening to our community partners. Um, the agencies that work directly with us, um, you know, and, and work directly with those who are most vulnerable among us, mm-hmm. those folks educate us every day on what's needed, where the need is, why the need is. And then they also, through their grant requests, uh, tell us their solution for the issues. Like they come with this neat, tidy little bundle of, of wonderful ideas. Um, and then we get to trigger and do our best to help respond and, and help support those projects. And the For Good grants are especially a, a way we do that. And to remind everyone who hasn't heard me say it, uh, you know, our For Good grants allow nonprofits and religious organizations and municipalities and schools apply for minor grants for up to 1500 and major grants for up to $15,000. And we do that twice a year. Yeah. What are some of those projects that can be applied for with these For Good grants? Well, we want our community to be great in every way, right? Um, so from education to youth projects to arts and cultural projects um, to environmental conservation projects, uh, we encourage all of those because we think all of them uh, improve the quality of life um, in our community. Mm-hmm. And we're also really especially happy and grateful when we see projects that are you know out helping with those real basic needs in our community like shelter and mental and physical health and and of course one big one and one that is definitely a an issue here in our community is is food assistance um according to some statistics that i recently got uh, received from feeding america west michigan the um the incidence of, of folks in Berrien County, how many, what percentage of Berrien County population is is food insecure, sim- simply just doesn't have enough food or not sure where mm-hmm. all their food is, enough food is coming, is it, it rides between 15 and 20%, depending on if you're just looking at kids or if you're looking at adults and kids. It's 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 a huge number for such a, a, a prosperous community. So we know that there's an issue and we're so happy that there are groups like Living Water Food Pantry at Waterloo Free Methodist who are a resource for folks, especially those, those folks are a resource for folks in the Coloma and Waterville North County area um, to really help families who are struggling make ends meet with some food assistance and assistance with other things as well. Absolutely. Karen, tell us a little bit more about the Living Water Food Pantry. It started in 2003 as a small um, basically, a, it, it's, it's a ministry of our church, mm-hmm. but just mainly for our church members. And then it sort of expanded out to Coloma Water Relief. 
Now we have no boundaries. We will help anyone who comes to us for food assistance. Uh, we have no income restrictions. There's, there's basically no restrictions. If you come and you need food, you will leave with food. Um, we currently serve Van Buren, Berrien County. Okay. We used to do CAS, but we're not getting as many from CAS, I think, when the gas prices went up. Sure. But we are simply there to provide food assistance. Um, it, it, it greatly varies on the type of people that we get to come in time of year. Um, we, will have, we will have people that will ride with people over in a car because they, they need to come to more than one pantry to, to feed their families, especially lately mm-hmm. with the food prices going up. Yeah, and, and and like you said, it's continued to grow over the years uh, as you've been able to continue to help people not only within your church community, but then expanding across the the communities uh, that surround you. Tell us about that that increase in need over these last few years, just from your perspective. Uh, senior citizens, of course, mm-hmm. are always in one of our largest bases. Um. When prices go up, they really don't have a way of increasing their income. Yeah. Uh, we have a strong senior citizen base. We are seeing a lot of, maybe a lot isn't the correct word, but we are seeing many homeless people that are coming through. Um, and they are having problems finding help, shelter, you, you know, the problems that are out there. But that's been increasing in the last few years. And by homeless, I mean truly homeless. There is not a roof. They're not on someone's couch. They are homeless. Um, And then, of course, parents, usually single parents with younger kids. Luckily, the school systems have really stepped up and helped in past years. Um, I know Coloma, for example, um, there was free lunches, uh, breakfast and lunch for Mm -hmm. students. I don't believe it's that way this year, but um, the need has never gone away. Uh, it's like when, when there's, they started receiving some checks during COVID, we thought, okay, you know, it's going to come down a little bit. It didn't. We just switched to who it is. Um, best thing in the world would be if one day we said we're closing, we don't need it anymore, but it's not going to happen soon, but it's nice that we have organizations like Barron community that, that help us out. Uh, we, we do need help and, um, and we do sincerely appreciate it. it. It allows us to to not give just the same thing every week. We um, source most of our food products through Feeding America, which is a fantastic organization. But every once in a while, it's nice to to be able to offer something special, something a little bit different. You know, um, I wouldn't want the same thing every week. And, and like you said, you know, you're able to help so many people, and that has continued to grow. And yeah, like I agree. I mean, it would be great if you could say, okay, we don't, oh, we don't need to have this anymore. We, you know, it started as a resource, and uh, we've been meeting the need, and now we can close. But like you said, it, it's it's not quite there yet, and it's going to be a while before that happens. But talk a little bit about the the application process, because I know there's a lot of organizations like yours that you know say, hey, we we need some things. We need some things to help, uh, you know, close the gap on on something we're trying to do or a project that we've been dreaming about doing or would really need to have. What was the process of the application for you with working for working with Bering Community Foundation for this For Good Grant? I find it to be very, very easy. 
Um, every, every, all the information they ask for, we already track. Um, it's very common sense. If you have a question, you contact somebody, they help you. It may take, it does not take long at all to fill out the, the paperwork. Um, maybe because we've done it, we're used to it, but, but it's, it's a very, very good organization to work with. Um, you always will receive help. Not, not necessarily, I'm not saying that you always get your grant. I don't mean it like that. Sure. If, you, if you contact them for anything, they, they will be there for you or they will refer you to someone who may be able to help you. Because this, this really is a whole network. You, you have to really network with people because going back to COVID, um, sourcing food became a problem. Uh, the grocery stores would no longer allow me to order large quantities of food. Mm-hmm. And so you needed to be able to contact other pantries and where are you getting this from? Where, sure. you know, I piggyback in on an order. Um, and I think, I think because of like Bering community, we see who grants go out to and it's like, Oh, I didn't know there was a food pantry over there. And, and it helps us. But as far as the process, I, I find it to be a very simple, clear cut process. That's wonderful. Susan, let's talk a little bit about how the, the grants themselves, once an organization like uh, Waterville Free Methodist Church comes with you to you with an application, how are those grants then reviewed? Well, uh, it's it's grants are reviewed by community volunteers from all over Berrien County. So we, we recruit people like you and me, Johnny, and um, and we get them in a room together and they review and discuss and, and make granting recommendations to our board. So if you, you know, if you'd like to know more or you know someone who might be looking for a, a, a somewhat cerebral volunteer project, um, contact the foundation. We'd be happy to hear from you. Um, and we also have a youth advisory committee team, which is made up of teenagers from around Berrien County, and they review some of the grants and make awards as well. Wonderful. And uh, how does an agency if that, that wants to apply for something like for good grants or any of the grants you have available at BCF, how do they go about doing that? Sure. Four good grants have deadlines in February and September of every year. Um, and agencies can go to www.barioncommunity.org slash grants, or just go to barioncommunity.org and look for the grants tab. And you'll find all of our different programs listed there and more information. Wonderful. And if they happen to have any questions for you uh, at BCF to you know talk about some things or just maybe some questions before they apply, they can call you too, right? Absolutely. I'm a real person with a real phone number. Um, it's <laughs> it's 269-983-3304, or my email is simply susan at barioncommunity.org. So I'm pretty easy to find. Wonderful. Well, we always love finding you and talking with you about all the great things. And thank you again to Karen for, for spending mm-hmm. some time with us as well today. And, and Susan, as always, thank you so much for telling us about all the cool things happening at Barion Community Foundation. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.